0: Welcome to the Independent Thinking Show for Fifth Risk Radio. This is a show dedicated to showcasing great people doing interesting things in the world of horology. My name is Roman, and today I'm joined by my co-host Michael Woods from Woods Watchmaking. Hey, Michael. How are you going? Hi, Roman. I'm, I'm going well, thank you. How are you? I'm really well. It's been a little while since you and I did a show together. You know, the restraining order is still in place, so, you know, we don't do many of these. <laughs> Yeah. Today's actually a really exciting episode. I think it's uh, kind of our uh, Fear Roost Radio first. We're doing a callback show to a previous guest. Um, we've got a fantastic watchmaker joining us all the way from Denmark. Please welcome again, Christian Lass. Hi, Christian.
1: Yeah. Hi, Hi, Roman and Michael. Uh, thank you for being here again. That's uh, really nice since uh, last time uh, we, we talked together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And as we were just ch- chatting before, it's been exactly six months to the day since we recorded um, a previous episode. And we should, you know, if you're listening to this for the first time, people um, tune back to the previous episode uh, where we talked about Christian's sort of amazing journey into watchmaking all the way from electronics via Vianney Halter and Petit Philippe Museum. And he's now an independent watchmaker. Now, Christian, are you sort of full time making your watches now?
1: Yeah, I I, I do like different things. I mean, uh, I mainly focus on uh, building watches, but I also do uh, some restoration work, uh, mainly of uh, high complicated watches. So it's mainly like uh, repeaters and um, perpetual calendars and and watches like this that are going on auctions and and also for private collectors and this. And then I do like a lot of uh, public speaking. Uh, where I'm out uh, either just speaking and make like a show of that or, or I have uh, like a live uh, courses where I uh, assemble a group of collectors and then we assemble like a basic watch that is based on the, the normal 864997, 64997. And then we have a discussion about like how all the parts are working and, 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 and all this and have a, a great afternoon together with that.
0: That sounds really cool. Now, has that sort of had to be put on hold due to COVID, I'd imagine?
1: Uh, yes, we, we had it on hold for a couple of months uh, because we have this uh, like restrictions of participants. Mm-hmm. So it went from uh, from we having we had normally like around twelve to fourteen people at the time, uh like participants. And uh, then with the COVID, we were first limited to, to to like to ten. But first of all, I just cancelled it immediately when it came out because mm. I didn't want to make any you know like uh, things. And then when it a couple of months later we saw that in here in denmark uh, bars and stuff like this started up again restaurants and stuff and then we also started up with the courses and right. then instead of having like a small small room we we, we rented like big conference rooms so we have like a uh, plenty of space between us and mm, yeah, and and alcohol gel and uh, whatever have you so 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 so, so we are up and running again
0: (laughs) fantastic fantastic um the other thing actually before we get into sort of talking about your 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 watchmaking because i'm and i'm sure michael and i are both fascinated and kind of want to learn more i just wanted to kind of one of the things I, i was thinking about with the restoration work you know where you work on complicated repeaters and things like that or you know complicated watches how do collectors find you? Do they reach out directly to you? You know, if let's say if I have a really complicated watch that no one else can fix, do people just reach out to you on Instagram or whatever, or do you go? Do they have to go through a auction house or something? I just often wondered how that happened.
1: Uh, that happens uh, mostly like the collectors that have these kind of pieces they know each other and then my name comes up I think in their conversations and then they then they shoot me an email uh, or like reach out on Instagram but it's really rare that somebody new like reach out is kind of a little group of people that have these kind of watches and and use me for for, for that but it's mainly uh, I have some like uh, really like how can you say like really big collectors in the world that are mm. that are using me and then i then i have like a one or two uh, m- museums abroad that is uh, that's using me as well that's that's sort of um similar similar to me actually it's a
2: mainly word of mouth <clears throat> and um so there's a sort of a there's a group of it's, it's a group of watch enthusiasts i suppose that are always talking and discussing so like, I, I got contacted by one of roman's friends in the last couple of days as well so it's It's sort of a small world and everyone knows everyone almost so
1: yeah i think it's mostly a a question of confidence you know so if one had a great experience he 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 pass it on to another one because a lot of these watches is worth like a like a ton of money and uh, a lot of the watches i say say no to because it's uh, uh if it's something that is like fairly new and I don't have access to parts or I cannot make parts where the watch will not be original anymore and so on and then it's uh, so I'm mainly focused on the old pieces like the pocket watches like from uh, from the 1800. Yeah yep that's very very similar to me
2: actually I had to tell a customer today that um, unfortunately I can't get parts for that modern modern watch of a certain brand Um, and it's yeah, I mainly focus on vintage. I don't go back usually as old as as eighteen hundreds. Sometimes I can, but mostly it's you know you're talking about the the twentieth century um, vintage. Mm. So, but um, yeah. before we go on any further, this is sort of a um, a common thing with your show, isn't it, Roman? We forget to do drink and. Um, Wrist checks.
0: Yeah, I always forget. That's true. Uh, yeah, See, that's why I have a co-host because otherwise I just. Well, I find yeah. usually the guests we get, like somebody like Christian, you know, I'm fascinated by what he has to say. But anyway, you're right. Sorry, we have a format. We should follow the format.
2: You don't Sorry, care. God. You don't care about the drink. Yeah, exactly. You just want to. You just want to get in and ask questions.
0: Exactly. <laughs> anyway, that's. But you're right. You're right. We do have a format. Well, you can go first, uh, Michael. What are you drinking?
2: All right. I'm drinking a moon dog. Old mate pale ale. Um, it's a Victorian beer. Um, yeah, it's it's a new one I've tried. So Moondog Old Mate Pale Ale. And we want to do wrist checks as well at no, this point. We time? might as well. Yeah, we might
0: as well. Go for
2: I've it. I've got I've got the Zenith El Primero Manufacturer Edition. This has been on my wrist probably the majority of the time over the last few months since I got it. So wow, that's a that's a nice one, yeah. Yeah, it is, it is.
0: Beautiful. All right. What about you, Christian? Uh, it's a bit early in the day. We should do a location check as well. <laughs> so where are you, Christian? And what type yeah, of day yeah. is it uh, where you are? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, I would, would love to say I drink something like, a, I don't know, like a Chateau Lafitte uh, from 1936 or something like that. But I don't. It's, wow. 11, it's 11 o'clock oh. in the morning here. So <laughs> I haven't starting with the, with the alcohol yet. Uh, so to, to, to me, it's just like uh, normal. I have like a glass of juice. It's not the most static. Uh, but uh, for, for the wrist check, I have uh, what is called uh, my, my, my new watch on mm. here that, that, that we're going to talk about later.
0: Fantastic. Does it keep decent time?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it definitely do. I mean, we, we, we still, now it's the prototype, so we haven't really been focused on the final regulation. Sure? Um, also, the pictures you see online is still the prototype. There's still, I mean, especially only Geneva Stripes on the movement and just a tiny bit of babbling, but uh, there's going to be a lot more.
0: I've got to say, though, yeah. you you put a picture up, and we should tell people to go and, and look you up on Instagram as well. But you put a picture up of that of those Geneva stripes, and my goodness, they are unbelievable. We should talk about looking at that. <laughs> thank, I realised what you. Geneva stripes actually should look like, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> thank you.
2: Yeah, there's certainly different degrees, isn't there? Like there's a, there's a certain crispness um, that you can get, and and that's what you've
1: achieved. So, yeah.
0: No, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, with with, with the Geneva stripes, yeah. Uh, I I don't know, should you just start on on talking on Geneva Stripes or... Let's let's let Roman finish Uh, with his drink. Yeah, exactly. All right. (laughs) (laughs) See,
0: Kristen's too interesting. Forget about my drink. All right, fine. I'll I'll do
1: mine really quick.
0: Um, I've got a gin and tonic. I always have a gin and tonic. Um, Depends on the guest. I usually try to find the gin from the country our guest is in. I can't find a a Danish gin here anywhere. Um, Last time we had Christian on the show, I actually... Uh-huh. Went out, and bought some Carlsberg, which is the sort of the Danish biggest uh, biggest brewery, but I didn't get a chance <laughs> to do that. You know, so yeah. I'm not as
1: prepared today yeah. as I was last and, time. And I guess you only can get the normal Pilsner Carlsberg and not all the good stuff.
0: Correct, correct, correct. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Carlsberg we get here would be the, you know, Australia has this beer company called Foster's. And it's only, you know, and Foster's is sort of this blue can that we ship out, which no one drinks back home, but we sort of send it, particularly to England. (laughs) So so I imagine Carlsberg would be the same. Yeah, okay. (laughs) The Carlsberg they send here is kind of the rubbish that no one drinks back home. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. They Definitely. I mean, Carlsberg, I think it's, yeah, I mean, we, we, we also drink it, but it's more like a normal. It's just a normal pilsner. It was developed in also in the 1800s because the drinking water in Copenhagen was uh, you could not drink it. So people drink like really light beer uh, in in instead of water. Uh, so it's not like and these four five percent that we have today. It was only like one and a half two percent. So so that was basically how why there was so much beer. Uh, that people drink a ton of beer in the old days.
0: <laughs> That's very, very cool. Um, and on my wrist, and on my wrist actually, I'm, so I borrowed a watch uh, of uh, from a friend of ours, John Cowley, John underscore Ryan, uh, sorry, John dot Ryan dot Cowley. I was a previous co-host, and he lent me his Panerai Pam 005, uh, which is sort of a chunky beast that still has the Unitas. You know, it. it's one of the original Unitas movements. Uh. I'm quite enjoying wearing it. It weighs a ton. Like yes. 150 grams of steel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's quite good fun. You yeah. know, it's, it's as far away as I watch, you know, I usually wouldn't wear something like that.
1: Yeah, I have to go look it up. I can I have to see what it is, but it seems uh, like a really nice stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah, don't worry. It looks exactly like every other Panerai. <laughs> you know, there's not many design okay. features. <laughs> Which Pam did you say? Which number? <laughs> uh, Pam 005, I oh, think. Okay. That's what John told me. To me, I can't tell them apart
2: yeah i'm a bit yeah. like that I've
0: they, they the same. Yeah. but anyway so not as good so so that's done let's get back to christian and his geneva stripes tell us about your geneva stripes so actually christian how do your geneva stripes are different from kind of the mass-produced geneva stripes that we get on movements why do yours look so good
1: yeah i mean i make my geneva stripes yeah <laughs> i mean the, the way i make the geneva stripes is like the old-fashioned way so it's uh, made with a, like a real geneva stripe ma- machine instead of an automatic one uh like when you have to do high production you have to uh, cut the Geneva stripes really deep uh, so the geneva stripes kind of cut the whole surface and they just cut into the material until everything is the same level and uh, and, and then you will have these geneva stripes that are very um they're not like flat so when you see in the babeling on the side it will go like a zigzag uh, up and down because one side of geneva stripe is lower than the other one and then come comes the next stripe that is low again and then goes high and so on so you'll have this kind of uh, zigzag uh, thing on, on in the babeling um the 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 way I do Geneva stripes is that I first take the bridges and then I uh, mirror polish them so there's no scratches uh, whatsoever uh, because the, the technique I use is uh, the old one where you use like a boxwood uh, uh, like a boxwood mm. cup uh, uh, like a wooden cup like a tiny one with uh, grinding powder on and uh, it only takes wow. off like maybe like one hundred or 200 of a millimeter. And that therefore, it doesn't cover any anything. So, if there's any kind of scratches, or anything before, you will see it through the the Geneva stripes. Uh, and and but the machine itself is a tiny bit flexible, so it's actually like following the 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 surface of the of of, of the mm. of the bridge, and and therefore the stripe is uh, is not cutting into the bridge. You don't get this zigzag thing and uh and and it becomes like totally flat you, you, you mm. when you put your finger over them afterwards you you, you cannot feel that they're there and um and so it's it's like a
2: spring. It's like a little bit of sp- slight, slight bit of spring. So it's not as rigid. Yeah, but
1: I mean the, the whole machine yep. is super rigid. But we are talking about like one, 200 of a millimeter, yes. you Yes. Know? So it's uh, yep. so if 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 you just have a machine that is totally fixed, like you have the the the, the robot machines that are doing it, you know, they don't have <laughs> anybody to like follow it. They, yep. they they just go back and forward and cut deeper and deeper until the stripe is is, is com- com- completed. Uh, and and then also with the most uh, like high production machines, they use like a very very big uh, g- like grinding cup, so that is maybe like five or ten times the size of the of the stripe. Oh wow! And uh, and when you see like uh, like the old style Geneva stripes that you have on uh, watches from the eighteen hundred stuff, that's basically what I try to to simulate. It's uh, there the stripe makes like a, like a ninety degree turn and come out to to, to the side or like. 45, 90 degrees, but most uh, modern stripes, if you trace the, the lines, they're very, very long, you know, like they're almost parallel lines that just yes. have like a tiny twist in, in the end. And therefore they don't really catch the light really well. So when you're uh, turning your watch from side to side, the Geneva stripe will only light up, you know, like a tiny bit of the way, where the old style ones, they will catch the, 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 the light the, the, the whole way. And therefore they are much more alive than, uh, than modern ones. And, yeah. uh, and and that is and that is basically w- what I'm doing. I mean, I I've, I think the first time I saw this kind of work mm. was uh, with uh, four uh, I mean, not not to not to compare much stripe with him because his stuff is like awesome.
0: Oh, you you can give him a run for it. Yeah, <laughs> your watches are easier to, to buy. We should talk you up because Philip watches yeah. are unobtainable.
1: Your <laughs> but but yes. but actually to talk about the, the forum in mean, the first one of the first experience i had with switzerland that was like in watchmaking school we went on a class trip to to, to switzerland because not so far from 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 denmark and uh, we visit uh, the, the four at that time that was like in 2004 mm. i think something like that he was doing the simplicities there uh like a and and i remember i just came into to this workshop and i saw this kind of whole new world like wow man there's like One man who's just instead of making watches to to earn money, Mm. you know, like just to to make a living, he make he make watches that is like a pieces of art and like expression of himself and so on, and Mm. then afterwards he just starts to study kind of his work and it took me years to understand like all the details that, that there was in, in the, these watches uh all like geneva stripes like what makes a nice geneva stripe what is like uh more mass produced and, and so on so 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 that that that, that was really something that i have uh, tried to study a lot and then when i was in Viani he's also doing like some awesome stripes uh and uh and i learned to 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 make stripes in 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 his place and after we was a couple of uh, of uh, colleagues in uh, vianis that uh, once in a while went to uh, the fourth place it's like 50 kilometers from from vianis uh, and uh, and like uh, spend uh, an hour or two in his, his workshop and he showed a little uh uh, how, how we did the different things and we tried to do stripes uh not not that i can say i learned it from from, from him i mean he when, when 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 he he was making stripes just remembering you how he was doing it on his machine it looks awesome you know you you, you take the same machine mm. and you do exactly the same as he's doing and it just doesn't look <laughs> very good <laughs> so, so it's all, yeah. all about the, the, the person who's sitting behind the machine of course I mean, yeah uh, uh, after i uh i published the picture of my machine uh, that i built i just built it from parts that lying around in in the workshop Uh, and 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 there's so many that ask me how how did you made it do it and how do you adjust it and all this and i said yeah i mean i just do like this and that and i I, you know everybody it doesn't matter which machine you have it's like asking if uh, how how to build a violin you know like that's easy enough but to play it afterwards that is (laughs) that's a different thing absolutely yeah yeah. well that's
0: the difference between a master you know, and I'm not saying that just to embarrass you, but, you know, that's the difference between a master craftsman doing something mm-hmm. with years of experience in their eyes, in fingertips, versus somebody who's just learning new. You know, just it takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of practice to get something really perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah uh, but but also just to give an idea, I mean, when, when I do stripes, I always do three, four bridges before I make the one that I have to have to Ah, really to, to that's a good job to, 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 to set up the machine and get the feel for it and all this mm. because, uh, the each each time you have to uh, because it's made of wood, this uh, cup is also get used, and mm. therefore you have to, to make a new uh, cup uh, quite often between each bridge, and each time you have to adjust it, and each time there's just even if you make it completely similar, there will always be like a tiny bit difference in, in each of the way you cut it. So then then you have to adjust the, 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 the machine like half a degree back and forth here and there until it's making a nice work again.
2: That's fascinating. Yeah. On that, um, I've got a question about preparing the bridge. You said you polished, you basically polished the bridges back to a, like a, a brilliant um, polished sort of uh, finish. How did you prepare mm. the bridge for that? What what sort of um, methods did you use? Because I I did something like that recently for a bridge, and it and it took forever to do it to get it back to a, a good finish.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it does. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> it does not really. It's like it like half run. a day just to get it
2: back to that you know to that finish.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's so it's. Basically, first of all, you know, like when I design a watch, there's always like one tenth of a millimeter, they're too high or two. Yep. So afterwards, uh, I can I can rectify them so they are totally flat uh, before I start working on them, yep. uh, and, and then afterwards, in the end, when I have made all the decoration and oilers and, 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 and all this, like polished all them and, and polished around the screw holes and, and what have you, mm-hmm. then in, in the last moment, you will see when you put it on uh, a flat I, I use like a glass plate yep and then with this uh diamond paper and uh then uh, you will see just by working with the bridge it will be bended a tiny bit again yes oh, it's not bended but it, it's just moved a tiny bit so you you you, you, you have to grind it flat again yep. on like on some rough paper, like maybe 20 micron or something, and yeah. then you move your, your way up until you get to the one micron and make it uh, really uh, shiny in the end. But the biggest problem is to have like a clean environment, you know, like there's just you know, like a tiny bit of dust or some particle from the air that is contaminating your paper and then it makes like a big scratch over your bridge again mm, and yeah. you start, all start all over. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 it so, 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 so take, takes a little while, but, but you have to get it like really perfect shine in the end. Otherwise uh, the, the, the stripes I make, they will not cover it. Yeah. And so then, then you will see, see like these imperfections through it.
2: At least I know there's no shortcut and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't a waste of time I was spending. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look, Christian, let me just take you back a little bit, back a step. So at the end of the last episode, you know, we followed you from your schooling, work with Viani, then you're working with Patek Philippe. And then when you decided to transition into sort of setting up for yourself, what was the kind of, what gave you the spurt to actually begin, make, you know, begin your own watch? And how did you find somebody to, a, a person to commission a watch? How did that kind of transition happen?
1: Yeah, that was actually by coincidence because I had quite a uh, I still have a good business going with uh, restoring watches that was also why I one of the reasons why we moved to to Denmark was because uh, in I, I I knew that I want to um, kind of step out of uh, the museum uh, mm. for for a while so we had like an exit plan uh, there and then the the, the last uh, period I was like on 50% and then have my own company in Switzerland where I did like restoration work uh, but I could well. see many of my like most of my clients was out Outside of Switzerland, so I always had the hassle with uh, with the borders and uh, making canny and I don't know what to to get the pieces in and out. Yeah, the customs. Yeah, exactly. of course you can just cross the border and put it in your pocket and uh, go back again but 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 to get caught with I don't know like 300,000 franc piece in your pocket is not the best. No. Uh, so, uh, so 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 that so, so, therefore it made a lot of sense to be in the EU zones where it's a lot easier with the with the shipping. Yeah. Um so so I kind of made that in the beginning when I uh, was in in um, here in Denmark, and then uh, Denmark is not really like a watchmaking area, so mm. of course there was a lot of uh, media attention to me coming uh, to, to Denmark, and uh, there was like a local uh, podcast, we, uh, like uh, one of the watch fanatics here in, here in Denmark, he, oh, he made a, cool. a, 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 a podcast where he visited my, my workshop, and you know, he saw all the tools, I had never seen anything like it before, so we talked a lot about it, and, and, and then he, I uh, asked me what my dream was and said ah, would would be nice to to, to, to make a watch one 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 day." And then uh, like I think a week or two later I just get a phone call from uh, from one who said, "Okay, you want 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 to build a watch, yeah, I can finance it." So it uh, just oh, amazing. So so, so 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 that was how it gets started so it's truly by by coincidence uh, because I've seen, you know, like to, to just to make a like a watch and then try to sell it afterwards it's it's uh it's such a big project to to design a watch and to 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 have set up all the machinery and all this um like so therefore you have to calculate between like one to two years of work at least to be, be before you have like a final product that you could start uh, oh, selling wow. so of course you have to finance your your your, your, your time some somehow mm. or that, that, that that way and uh, I seen a lot of my friends in Switzerland try to to, to become like independent watchmakers and uh, and uh, went out make a credit or get some money from 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 from, from somewhere and and then make uh, a product that doesn't sell in the end and then and then you sit there with a with a watch in in the end and a and a, and a huge uh, share <laughs> and, and a huge debt yeah uh, of course and I'd, I'd, and I didn't really want to go that, that, that way and take that kind of risk because today, of course, I also have family and, and, and all this, so of I cannot course. just, uh, live on a sofa somewhere and, 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 and do watches. <laughs> yes. yes.
2: Yeah. I think, I think the, the watch design, yeah, I think we've talked about that before and the watch design, um, it's coming from that sort of, um, approach where you're, you're, you're thinking about the investment, um, and that comes into it too much i think that's going to play a part in how you make your watch as well but i think the way you've done it is you're you're not there's not too much risk you you not you're not taking a huge risk you haven't got too much invested you're 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 making something over a period of time um and and i think yeah if, if you if you go and get um people providing the finances for you and you all of a sudden you're in debt or or whatever then it's um it's just coming at a different angle and i don't think yeah i think that's a bit that's a scary way to do it definitely for me anyway
1: yeah and that's also i mean for me i have built up over like several of years you know i have several uh, streams of income yes uh, So 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 it's not like i rely only on making watches you know I exactly have like a, a good restoration business i have my webpage, page the learnwatchmaking.com where I do like online courses? Yeah. people who just want to see what's inside a watch and have training, and uh, and then I have my uh, my speaking business that's also become uh, quite substantial over, over the years. So, so 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 that is so therefore there's not so much risk in uh, in, in in what I'm doing, uh, and 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 therefore I I have time to design something that is nice and do a lot of trial and errors. I mean I made, I think I made like how many I did now. Five five, six prototypes or something mm. before the 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 one you see yep. on their on, on, on instagram you know before i had like the forms of the bridges and all this become something that that i think was flowing nice and had like a nice form uh, because when when you can construct it first i, I did it just like a hand drawing on and, and, and paper and uh, like it was just out in nature and did like some scribbles and then uh, once, when you take that into like a 3d environment in in, in the computer and, and design it in 3d and uh, there kind of everything looks good on, on, on the screen but then when you get it out uh, like 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 in in in, in real life <laughs> uh, sometimes it's not always the same as you see on the screen uh, yeah then 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 you then you can see things that that you cannot see on the screen you know like how the how the light is how to, how the reflections are and how the yeah how the just a general feel is is this is too big it's too small or whatever and so so just so, so that was the that is like the kind of the process of uh, back and forward all all the time because I always need the three D uh, drawings because in modern watchmaking I mean you you cannot make a business out of sitting and sawing out uh, you know like a bridge with with a little saw and drill and a drill press right? mm-hmm. that is uh, yes. do, 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 do those days are over so I had to have our I have to have our. Uh, a, a machine that cuts out like the the, the general forms uh, kind of what was the apprentice work in the old days and mm-hmm. then I can do, 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 do the do the rest of uh, of uh, assembly and decorating and all, all this and adjusting
2: yeah well, I think I think the process in which you've or the approach you've taken you can tell you can tell you've taken your time with it because it it looks like a very refined piece like it could well be your Say if you were talking about model references, uh, you know it could be your fifth piece. You know, um, yeah. It you. looks like you've, it looks like you've gone through the processes and it's refined, uh, all the way from the dial to the case to the movement. It looks it looks beautiful, um, yeah. yeah. Whereas first, firstly, most of the time when it's people start out, sometimes the first piece could be a little bit clunky and not one hundred percent refined, but yours doesn't look like that at all yeah.
1: so ah thank you yeah. uh I um I, I mean what, what was important uh, to me and to us is like I didn't want to make you know like kind of a school watch you know like like yeah it, it, some 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 uh, somewhat just to come out looks a little bit like uh watch making school that you you come out with a watch and yeah and then in and, and and, and not, 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 nothing bad about it. I mean, but it's just. And I also didn't want to make a watch that is based on the normal uh, the sixty four nine nine ninety seven. Yes. And make some, some 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 new bridges, and then it's uh, yeah. Then then, then yeah, that, that that was my that's my thing. So, so 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 we took this old movement from 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 the fifties, and uh, uh, where I have like like a like around fifty pieces of that that is never used, and. Uh, and, and, and then we designed like new main plate new bridges new new everything around the the, the gear train of, of that one because the the main plate is kind of the key to, to to make something nice because i didn't just take the the coordinates from from the original watch and just you know like of the of the 50s watch and just move it over i moved. Uh, all the, the wheels quite a lot around in, in order to 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 make the design I, I, ah, I want to make
2: okay so you didn't just plot it out like the original caliber and change the no, bridges no, no, you no, actually
1: do no. you actually moved no.
2: yeah that's cool exactly excellent
1: exactly because i i, I know the and tracks like the distance between the wheels yep that that that, that one is fixed but yep. how you you make the gear trains after each other is you, you can play around with, with, with yeah that. so for, for for example in in order to get like uh like a big uh, sub second i i have to move the like like the second wheel there quite yep. a lot yep. in, in in order to to make like the the dial as, as i want to to, to make it uh, because you, you 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 often see that if you you do if you just take the original main plate and the the watch was designed for uh, a small watch case, for example, mm-hmm. and 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 you want to build like a bigger watch case with a bigger dial, then you will have this kind of small sub dial that is sitting too close to to the center, yep. and mm. uh, and it kind and it kind of looks awkward.
2: Uh, yeah, you can see that with yeah, you can see that with some of the brands, can't you? They are taking a smaller movement, and they've tried to make a larger case for it and and dial, and then the the sub seconds is going too too far to the towards the center, so.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so by by, by making a, a main plate, you kind of unlock yourself from 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 being fixed to a to a certain d- d- design. Yep. But it's also something. I mean, that took like eighty percent of the time was to design this, this this main plate because there's so many steps in in the main plate <laughs> to make it. And we also make like a new setting system. I haven't published it yet on Instagram, but we made like a like a setting system that is uh, very different from from what 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 you see. Uh, and now it's it's like more like like a classical setting system you'll see like on on uh, pocket watches uh, from like Geneva pocket watches from from the 1800 so so so, so that is uh, coming out so it's more
2: solid like a solid spring solid
1: spring with um so there's
2: less yeah, pieces involved basically it's a it's a more basic but it's 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 a lot
1: nicer yeah yep. exactly so, so so you you have like one one spring for the sliding pinion yep and, and and you have one uh, spring for uh, what's it called in English the setting lever, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so 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 that's the that's the thing. It's like really really classical uh, one, uh, but but I, my idea was it have to be like as nice under the dial as it is on the other side. Yeah. as I see a lot of watches when I. Do service and restore that. Like on one side, they look awesome, you know. Like and then under dial, it looks like I don't know what, you know. Like then it's <laughs> yeah, be, yeah. yeah that, what 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 you don't see. There's not spent much time, and <laughs> and and, and, and they come from from all these, you know, like old watches that I've restored like uh, especially like the the, the particular wristwatches I, I I restored like from the 40s 50s and so on like under on, on the dial you know like they're absolutely amazing also like the old pocket watches from like end uh, 1800 to to, to 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 like the beginning of the ni- 1900 that there's like yeah uh, they are just uh, amazing inside so
2: yeah I'm not I'm not sure if we discussed that in the last podcast but um what was you wonder what their the reasoning was? It was behind these companies doing that because they knew that this work was going to be hidden, but still they carried out the the absolute best work they could on every component, even even if it was going to be hidden. And I've seen the same thing. And mm. I often thought they could have easily taken shortcuts in certain areas of the watch, but they didn't do that. Mm. So I suppose, yeah. What what do you think the approach was? I mean, was it just pride and and quality that they they wanted to produce quality
1: or what what do you think they were thinking yeah ex- ex- exactly i yeah. mean that was like they did the, the, the one one to produce a product that nobody could point fingers at you know mm. that is uh that's yeah and 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 it was it's completely different philosophy than 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 today yes it was more about like the the quality of peace and and, and all this and you also have to remember like the the cost of labor was what was uh, much lower at, at, at that time so so, oh, so yes. you, you you have you because machines cannot really uh, make the, the, this kind of quality mm-hmm. you you have to have manual labor to do it so it, it in, in in those days you know like when you see pictures of uh of watchmaking factories there's like an army of people you know like yeah and you, mm-hmm. you, you, you know like you, you see these pictures where they're sitting in long rows each with a tiny drill press or something you know like to today mm-hmm. like a whole room like this with 100 people it's sure. just one machine that's doing it and no, no, sure. nobody can afford to have like 100 people to work in in, 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 in that sure. manner. Yeah. yeah one
0: of the stories that i've heard about the finishing stuff at the under the dial and that could and that could be sort of a hearsay legend sort of story was a, a lot of the original watchmakers were huguenots and they were a religious mm. group so the the thought was that you know even though a man couldn't see it but god was always watching so every oh. part had to be finished perfectly because god could see through everything so the idea was you couldn't cut corners because you weren't tricking the customer you could trick the customer you can't treat the <laughs> almighty above I mean that could be a legend but I have heard that kind of story before
1: that's that's interesting very cool yeah yeah but that, that that's actually we have here in in Denmark, we 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 have like a city that is made by another, uh, like not Huguenots, you know, is something similar. It's called like Hjælthuder, okay. and they are they, and 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 they 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 have this city where everything is about like uh, work and like craftsmanship, and yes. and they're, they they they're very famous for building these uh, like ovens, like fireplaces, okay, uh, and and and. And they are exactly, there are the same quality on the back that it is on the front. Nobody would ever see it, but the the, the, the thing is that, you know, like God will will, will, uh, will watch it. So Yeah, isn't <laughs> he, that interesting? Will see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so that, 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 that could really well be because, uh, you know, Geneva in particular it is this um, city from Calvin uh, that was really strict on, on, on all this. Of um, course, yeah, Calvinist, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Now, Christian, the question
0: I had with your design was how much of the final watch design that you came up with, how much was it in your head and you just said to the, you know, the person who was commissioning the piece, this is what I have in mind, or how much of the design came from from the commissioner, if you like?
1: Yeah, we had like a discussion uh, uh, about it with with, with my client, but I would say like, I would say like maybe eighty to 90 come, percent comes from for me. I you know I, I right. discuss it and I, I and, and I say like this could be nice, this could nice. have some, some 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 ideas and we incorporate that into it. So uh, we 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 both had like an idea that we want to to, to build like a simple watch, like really mm-hmm. well made uh with uh kind of uh, the simplicity set as the as the high as the standard kind of yeah sure and yeah, that, yeah. That we want to to, to to make some kind of simple watch be really, really well well made uh and, and and then then we make made on from, from from there and then we also want to have some kind of uh, special the uh, de- de- design and then i came up with the balance bridge there that is attached to the barrel bridge so beautiful and, uh, yeah and uh to, to make some kind of nice flow through through the movement uh, and that one I get inspired by, By I use nature a lot. So I was out, we, we had next to where I live, I live at the coast here. And we have a lot of uh, islands uh, from the ice age and that is uh, just in front of where I live. There's like around 50 small islands uh, oh, where you can uh, either drive or sail to. And, um, and, um, and then I was out on one of these, these ones and I saw one of these small, uh, you know, like plants coming out, uh, like a small sprout. Was two leaves coming out, and I thought, like, oh, "Okay, that's kind of cool." And then that 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 became like the like the balance bridge.
2: It's quite unique. And what's even more new, unique that I like about this is you've got a a separate bridge as a as a stud holder, basically. Uh, with yeah. With a little exactly. with a little jewel like a roller to to help adjust the the position yeah. of the hairspring. That's something that you don't exactly. see often. I've seen I've seen a similar sort of design in a couple of. Um, maybe one or two school watches, but nothing, nothing where it was like a separate little a cock. Basically, I've seen I've seen other yeah. designs, but not like this. So it's that's that's another unique unique part of this watch that I really like.
1: Yeah, thank thank you. I mean, we was like uh, when we made this uh, balance bridge, uh, that kind of became like our uh, empty space in, in the design because normally the balance bridge is sitting in that area, uh, and therefore, oh, of course, uh, yeah. I, I, I I kind of thought how can we make something so the watch is kind of becomes like an equilibrium of the design, and yeah. uh, and 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 then I made this. And then I thought, okay, I can can make like a stud holder, and then I I kind of remember I I um, once in a while I have made these uh, Breiteng Marine chronometers. And, and, and there he had like a really nice stud holder that is, they have like uh, three screws. The stud holder is resting on three screws and then like a locking screw in the middle. And thereby you can, just like the polishing tool, you know, like uh, you can you can adjust it in each direction up yes. and down. If you if you screw on all all of them at the same time, you screw them down, then the piece will go up. If you just screw one down, it will tilt and so on. And thereby you can adjust the, the, the hairspring. So I designed something like this first, but then it was too small uh, because the, the, these screws, they, they don't really have a position where they're fixed. So the thing will be all over the place. And, uh, and, 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 then, uh, and then we came out up with the thing of having that it could be kind of tilted over like like a square, like a ball of some sort. And then we came up with a ruby ball that is, uh, that is uh, kind of the fixation point that kind of keeps it in 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 place in in the right uh in in, in the right place so the ruby ball can be uh, screwed up and down there's a screw from from the back side and then there's two screws that can tilt it back and forward and then like um like like a like a fourth one on or a third one underneath that will lock everything up in the end
2: that's really cool and what i like is you've you've solved two problems you've got you filled a space where the balance um the balance cock i suppose would would sort of usually be it would have been empty there but also you've you've added some balance to the design of the movement because it's sort of it almost mimics that that cock mimics the escape wheel cock that's on the other side so it, it really adds a lot of balance to the
1: movement looks looks beautiful so yeah thank you thank you i mean the, the, the idea was to have some kind of uh axis uh, like just like if you have like a nice uh, like a, like a garden or something like this you always yeah. have some kind of uh, access in the garden so it's kind of mirroring it, 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 each other but it should also not be totally in, in symmetry uh, that not not in not in that one so it should be like balanced yep. and, and uh, yeah
2: yeah and when we, where did you get the 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 jewel made for that can i do you mind me asking
1: uh, the jewel made it was like in a uh, I, I search for uh, for 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 these Ruby uh, balls and you can you can buy them in different sizes uh, i I had one like custom made like in a smaller size uh, oh, so cool. it could fit it in, in into it uh, you, you you can just look it up there's plenty of it. it's yeah, uh, yeah but it's, yeah it's like like a custom jewel uh,
2: manufacturer sort of um, yeah. exactly yeah yeah that's a, that's awesome.
0: I mean, what I find really interesting is, you know, you guys are both watchmakers and I am the opposite of that. You know, I can barely understand how the watches work. But that that design feature with that.
2: I wouldn't say that. (laughs) Thank you. That's very kind.
0: Very kind. But what I find really interesting is that the way you've made that watch, I would look at it and go, that is just breathtakingly beautiful. Whereas Michael would look at it and go, "Oh, look! It serves a really cool functional purpose." So I think that's the, you know, I think that's the kind of that's where you know you're designing watches really well. You know, designing in kind of the proper sense of the word, where you're engaging both the simpleton like me, you know, a collector who doesn't know the technical, but it just gets captivated by it, and also you manage to impress other watchmakers. Go, oh, that's really cool. But you know, that's a beautiful combination of yeah. Like exquisite craftsmanship yeah. <laughs> and fantastic design, which is you don't see very often. Yeah, so you've done a cracker of a job. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs>
2: um, I think a lot of watchmakers. There's so much focus put on the movement, which you've 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 done. You've done well. Um, but I'm so impressed with that dial. And you 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 had I, I, I've seen I've seen limited um, stuff on on you know who you who you had engraved and everything. But do you mind going through the process of like who helped with the dial and and how it was made in in full because that that is something that I definitely want to learn learn from uh, because at some stage I want to have a dial made for me or at least have some take some part in making the dial as well. So would you mind going through the process of of how the dial was made?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We can we can do that. It's like the 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 dial is like our like. It's kind of a classical dial if you take it. It's like a little bit like inspired by uh, first of all, like the old uh, like Thomas Tompion yep. uh, clocks, yep. where you have like this kind of uh, like a like a chapter ring with all the hours on, and a separate uh, like second dial, and then this frosted surface in in, in the. Oh, it's beautiful. And and. The, and and then of course it also have uh, some uh, some influence from where we work with uh, with Viani yes uh, so, so so we we, we kind of dis- designed the dial in the beginning and it kind of just became more and more like in, into this type type of uh, style and uh, then of course we also talk with Viani because he have like the his uh, classic piece use like a similar technique mm-hmm. so, so 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 we we we, we talked with him if it's was okay that we use something like similar in uh, in technique to his, yep. because the design is um, and he says like yeah of course I mean no 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 problem like the design is nowhere near to mine and you, your watch is totally different so of course mm-hmm. and um so so, so, so so there was another so the piece itself is in uh, four uh, pieces yep. um so so the like actually five pieces uh because the the center is uh, is is one piece and the bottom of the subsecond is is another piece, uh, and then you have like the chapter ring for for the hours, and then the the index for the seconds, and then in the end like like then like the nameplate. Yes. So all this is uh, the thickness is uh, one millimeter. And, uh, and then the bottom is half a millimeter, and then you have to incorporate all the different steps into it and then design like a locking mechanism so, so you can lock all the pieces to together so they don't fall apart when you take the take the dial off. Uh, so, so that is, uh, and you have to design it in a way so you don't, Kind of uh, uh, destroy it while you have to assemble it because that that's the biggest problem because when you have made all the parts and you have made all the the different polished surface and uh, and uh, all the circular graining and all all this the parts are extremely fragile uh, and then afterwards you have to mm-hmm. assemble everything and uh, and lock everything two together without damaging it so 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 the dial we choose to make was uh, to make one that is uh, hand engraved so all the the, the numbers are uh, and. Or and, and letters uh hand engraved by my wife uh, Hannah, so who is uh, doing uh, that and. Uh, and uh, this is a technique, first of all, seen on all the uh, the old uh, clocks and uh, and, uh, and and also like uh, all the pocket watches. And the thing I th- found like really cool was especially when when I, in the Patek Museum, was restoring, for example, the old uh, Breguet watches from uh, from the real uh, Breguet. And uh, he have like dials and precious metal that was like hand engraved and then with gil-o-shean. and um, and like... 250 years later they was like looking mm. amazing you know like they were still and, and if they were not they were really really simple to 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 restore and uh, and i kind of compared that to modern watches where after like 50 years the 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 sun the uv light and so on starts to kind of eat away a little bit of the dial it starts to get like yellow and crack and you, you know so therefore i would love to make like a dial like in this kind of old style and i, I talked with, uh, with my customer about it and um, he, he he really agreed on that and then, then we went then down that, that 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 route to to, to make something classic that have like uh, traces uh, back in history uh, if it had traces to, to to my history was working with and, uh, and, and, and and so on
2: yeah and so the all the pieces all the pieces do they lock in place almost with uh, the little like almost slots in the metal in the in the different pieces and they can just sort of position and lock in place or how do they lock in place yeah
1: you have to 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 make a, a design where they kind of lock in place and cannot rotate yes uh, so for, for example uh, the centerpiece have like the cutout for the sub-second dial so when i put in the centerpiece and the sub-second then they will lock each other and they will not rotate anymore yeah and uh, and then and then they're kind of set a little bit like a like a like a jewel that there's a cutout on the back and then a small lip where you can kind of press that in over so it's kind of uh, locking you know. oh yes locking it yeah up, and so. and it's german silver yeah, yeah this this one is the proto is in german silver the final one on on on, on this watch is going to be in white gold like solid white gold. yeah okay uh so uh so so so, so we make this one in uh german silver and then uh, that, that, that's it
2: yeah and do you, do you, did you do the finishing on the on the surface of the dial
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. I, I love,
2: I love the fact that, it, and you're right about the deterioration over time with dials, and the fact that you've just used solid metal, with with black like enamel paint, basically. It, it, the the yeah. aging of that is going to be so much um, better. It's it's going to and it's going to last a
1: lot longer because just using solid mm-hmm. metal, you're not relying on paint, um, printing so much. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Yeah and 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 also all the printing that is on is like engraved into to the metal oh, of
2: course yeah
1: there's nothing just surface yeah exactly so so if uh you know like in 100 years or whatever it's if if something should happen and it looks bad you you clean everything off and you're just down to the bare metal and then you can uh can make it again because if, if you clean off a modern dial, you have nothing except like a glass plate, and then yeah. you have to print everything. Exactly, again. you don't
2: have the original design, the layout. So in in, no, in no, two hundred exactly. years, if some of the enamel paint happens to fall out, all you have to do is basically yeah. put enamel paint in those engraved pieces, I suppose. That and that's it. There's there's, yeah, there's no reprinting. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, exactly. I mean your dials are guaranteed never to go tropical, you know, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah, so do you see a slightly different color using white gold for the next one?
1: If I see, yeah, I mean, the color is very, very, very different. I mean, I think German silver and white gold is pretty similar in color. But uh, for example, the silver case uh, we have on now on the prototype is also going to be in white gold. Yep. Uh, So that's going to be like more dark. Yes. it's hard really to tell the difference but like what it really is but it just have like a darker reflection uh like uh like 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 the white gold so it's the white gold with the palladium in, in inside yep. uh, and, and therefore it makes it like this really really dark uh, deep kind of reflection yeah. in, in it yeah. yeah very cool so uh and, and, and then of course with the uh, we, we will also make uh, watches of course with with the German silver dials but the German silver will uh, like also with brass will uh, kind of become like uh, tarnished mm. over yes. time. Uh, so norm- normally you, you, you would give it like uh, either rhodium plating or gold plating depends if you want like a white dial a champagne dial or whatever you want or, or, or like a, like a red gold or whatever. So, 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 so that that can be so, so we have like the different options if if the, if the clients want like solid metal like solid gold, we, 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 we can do that or, or if it's uh, if it's like a German silver with uh, with a plating on.
2: Yeah, very cool i I, yeah. I absolutely love it i mean you've you've yeah I, I love the 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 big numerals there um yeah it's it's just a perfect design so bravo yeah absolutely
1: yeah thank you but but also for for the numerals you know like that is that is not something something uh, hannah have uh they designed it's like a classical and antiquar mm. uh, mm-hmm. script they have like these small sheriff sh- sh- like these small type of uh, points in the endings that is really indicating that it's like handmade yes. because that is really hard hard to, to 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 print to make it like super sharp yep. and um and and then when you make a dial you cannot just take like for example if you're on a right 12, you want to write 12 you know you have to have the perspective right because like the 12 that that, that you see is it's Designed to be written on a straight line, so when you put it on the watch dial, it looks weird. Uh, so, that, that, that therefore, you so, so 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 the top is a little bit wider than yeah. the bottom, and so on. So, it was it's a huge job. So, so um, so she has made all, all all that and done like an awesome job of uh, designing all, all the numerals and uh, all the indexes and, and
0: she, so on. Uh, She she's an she's an amazing artist in her own right, and will and will definitely link link uh, you know her Instagram, which is at Gravelands.
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very envious that I don't have a wife that can hand engrave
1: dials for me as well. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm quite quite lucky in, in that way. <laughs> <laughs> so, Christian, if you re- reflect
0: on it, what has been so now? You're you know you're really well advanced into this project. Uh, what I was sort of want to know was what was harder than you thought it was going to be, and what was easier than you expected it. You know, and if you think back, what has been the hardest and and what has been the easiest, I guess, in the process?
1: I think the like the hardest part was to come up with a with a good design, both of the mm. case and the dial and and of, of the movement. So that was uh, that was like really really hard. I mean, we worked so much on on, on doing that, and 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 people, you know, like the the ones the people we know that comes in our workshop once in a while. You know like they, they just say here yeah, we are totally nuts you know like because they <laughs> I, I I showed them uh, one one bridge and then the other one and it's like and they're just like but it's the same what what are you doing <laughs> Yeah, well, you see you have I have moved it this you know like 500s here and I'm, <laughs> and whatever <laughs> and there's this and uh, and 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 you see before that was before there was the screw was over here and now it's over there in order to make it more balanced so it's that was uh yeah, so that was definitely the the, the, the hardest, and uh, and and then then the next thing was that I have been working in in uh, in other people's workshops, you know, like for, for for doing either in vianney's workshop or in Patek and so on, and have access to all these like in, incredible places, uh, and and now I have to have all the techniques uh, in in house. Right. So it was uh, a, a a big step for because a lot of the things, just small things, but it takes. A lot of times to make each time you have to make a small holder for for holding a piece while you're doing something you know it takes half a day or two to, to do that and then it just like endless amount of tooling <laughs> you, you you have to make in order to to, to produce a watch yeah. so most people don't really think about that uh, and then and, and that was also because like one of the main thing if if i if i wanted to make a watch i wanted to be in control of the whole process and also i i, I I wanted to do everything as or as much as i as I can when it makes sense uh, because I didn't want just to just say I'm an independent watchmaker and then order a dial from over here movement another <laughs> place and then a case and then the, and, and 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 then do a little bit of finishing and and, and call it my watch afterwards that, that 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 was not really my 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 idea so so i my, my my idea was that when when you see you know like the 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 maker that it says on the dial should also be, the maker and his workshop that have uh, made it uh, in the end. So, um, and uh, for the easiest part, then I think, um, hey, yeah, that's hard because I think everything was quite Yes, that, well, that's why I'm interested. <laughs> but, what, what is easier uh, than you uh, thought it was going to be? And I was
0: afraid <laughs> you'd say everything was too hard.
1: <laughs> what about the hands? Yeah, the the hands is like really classic. Uh, this t- t- designed, we have uh, removed you know, like the center where it's like thicker is a, a little bit downwards than what is nominal, yep. is. Uh, and, uh, but, 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 but other than, than, than that, so so the hands are still the, the, the hour and the minute hand is like the real one, but the second hand is still like the proto one. It's just... Uh, It's just, like, one that is stamped out of a flat piece of metal, uh, like normal watch hands. So I'm going to make, like, one that is uh, filed out and in 3D and all this. Uh, But um, so that is, like, they're fairly easy to to do. It just takes a lot of time. (laughs) It's... uh, it's a, so 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 basically have like the contour of the hand, but yeah. like in a thick piece of metal, and then afterwards I file it in, in into shape and turn the centers, and, and then afterwards I start with the polishing process. No, then I harden them and then I I, uh, I polish them and then glue them in the end. Good, that's great. Uh, remove yeah. the. And then remove the the bluing in in, in in the center in order to have this uh, white spot. Yeah, in the... and and
2: to cut the original um, the raw shape out, how did you cut the raw um, shape out for the hand?
1: Yeah, that 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 that's done uh, done with machinery. Yeah, right? like uh, with with the milling machine. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's yeah. So, so yep. have, because again, I mean, it doesn't make sense to to saw it out or something like this because first of all, it's not st- straight or anything. So it's a. Uh, it's uh, it's just a lot of unnecessary work to to do it like. Yeah, no, they ter- they turned out very nice as well the hands. So yeah, and uh, and, and then of course one, one of the big uh, thing also was like the like the case making, uh, because like to to, to to make like a case in in house is also like a huge job. So I, I have this uh, case making workshop I, I I bought like some some years ago. Uh, where I have all the the machinery, all the the, the special case making laces and and, and and so on, and then I have been uh, been been lucky in my time in Switzerland to have access to to the workshops where they did, did case making. So I I had uh, been there and asked like a like a ton of questions mm. and just see how it's made. Then 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 you have like an idea of what what, what it is. So uh, so so this is like very like this type of caves is a little bit different than, than most cases because it's made just out of uh, like a solid bar in, 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 instead of being casted in, in yeah. into shape or being pressed like, like, like most modern cases is pressed. Uh, and, uh, and, 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 and this one is like the old style where you have like a bar of gold that you that you then cut a piece out and turn it, turn it into a circle, solder it together. And then, like forge it in, into, into the Amazing. right uh, shape, and then in the end, you you turn all the contours and the and the recesses for gaskets, and uh, there's all, all these things, and then uh, soldering on the the the, the locks, and, and and so on. It's it's a beautifully shaped case.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know many watchmakers who make who make cases at all. I mean, I can think of Roger Smith because no. he made that famous series of videos. Uh, of cases yep. you know and i'm not sure if yeah. Kari makes his own cases either. i mean it's incredible
1: yeah. yeah i mean cactari makes his own cases but he have a case making yes yes yes. So, yes. Uh, yes so it's really so so of course he makes makes it in, in-house and that's also like amazing work he's doing and and then uh, viani is doing that that is where i learned a lot mm. of it by helping with doing the and antiqua oh, cases wow. he did in-house uh and uh and the classics and, and 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 all this it was doing all doing it in, in, in-house uh and there was like the, the you should go have a look in this uh vianese antiqua case that is it's crazy yeah, it's nuts. I mean, there's so many pieces in that piece. it is i think there's like I think there's something like fifty or sixty pieces just in the case, and it's like it, <laughs>
2: it's... yeah, people don't understand the work involved and the intricacy of uh, of that case. No. But um, yeah, yeah, I mean, but I, I, what I like about yours is there's so many steps involved. It, it 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 does look, it looks so intricate. I mean, it's 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 almost simple, but at the same time, there's different steps and different edges on it. And it's it's, it's sort of classical as well. It's 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 beautiful. And what what diameter is the 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 watch
1: uh this is uh the product has just a tiny bit less than uh, 38 i think it's, oh, uh, wow. uh, it's it 37.8 or something like like, like that but it says 38 millimeter that's perfect that's the time yeah that's perfect and yeah. you
2: managed to keep it quite slim um as well it's um yeah really that's a perfect size
1: yeah because i i i wanted to make like a watch that was um both simple and like integrated at the same same mm. time uh, with, with, the, with with the design of the dial and the case and, and, and so on. And also when I designed the case, I also made like a many many different uh, designs of it before I had like a, like one. so so for example, I, I started just with uh, brass pieces. Uh, to do like the like the rough design because brass you can get like a a brass tube mm-hmm. you know yes. like within that is like a 30 inside for example and 40 outside you cut some slices and then you can stand and play around with that and and and, and then then when you begin to to have like like a nice uh shape that you want want to continue with and then, then i make it in silver uh because the silver behaves like a gold and then i know if it's uh possible uh, uh afterwards to, to to make it um in, in, in gold in, in the end and um, so 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 the silver is a little bit different to cut like the cutting process but um, but uh, but the soldering and how it's um, holding all the different machines is the same as gold yeah so how long how long do you think the what will
0: take from start to finish because is, is this first piece almost ready or how far away from ready do you think it will be
1: I mean the the first uh, piece is, is ready here in the end of uh, January and then then afterwards uh, we we pla- yeah we we planning on uh, p- producing like around eight watches a year that is kind uh, kind of uh, kind of it so uh, when when you when you do it in, in series it's uh, it's uh, it's it's a lot easier than doing yeah, of one course. That, that that's why the prototype takes so so long lo- long time. Mm-hmm. Because each time, you know, you have to set up the machinery, it takes quite a long, long mm-hmm. time. And then just to make one piece. But if you can uh, uh, make a smaller uh, series of, uh, of five to, to, to ten pieces at a time, it, it goes uh, quicker, of course. So so, so so it takes like in production time, if you calculate all the hours, is definitely a couple of months to, to make one, one piece. Yeah. And are you open
0: for collectors now to get in touch with you and commission pieces now? Is now kind of the perfect time? To get in
1: there, yeah, we, we 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 all we already have a couple of commissions on it, and we have a couple of single digits left, and then we are setting up like a retail a, a retail agreement. Oh wow! Uh, like a, especially now, like a, in, in in the east, so we get uh, contacted by some of the big retailers there, and uh, so 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 we are we're setting that out. So so it's going gonna come out like a like a beginning of uh, next year, but we are already uh, taking uh, commissions on them. That's, that's good, really good. That's yep. amazing. Yeah. How difficult do you think it will be for you when
0: you finish your first piece? Uh, what I'm always fascinated by is, you know, as an artist or a creator of something, and particularly with watches where it's taken you, you know, one to two years to make it, you know, get it ready. To, how difficult will it be to give it away to a customer? Well, you know, to your, even to the first person commissioning, is it going to be sort of, a, will you shed a tear or something? Or are you happy to get it off your plate? Yeah. yeah. get it out of my
1: life. No, no, no. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> no. For well, this watches have definitely not been like that, <laughs> but it's uh, it, 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 uh, it, it 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 will it 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 will definitely been a strange moment when you work so much with a piece to uh, to, to to give it away, especially when it's the first one. Mm. Uh, so, so so basically, what I'm giving away here is kind of the the prototype watch, which mm. that, that that you normally are like are keeping, and uh, because that was the first I get a commission that directly like, like that. Mm. So uh, so so that. Of, that of course is is, is like special, uh, but uh, that is it's going to a really really good uh, co- collector, so it's uh, so it's not so far away from where I'm. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, that must be that must be difficult because yeah, I was going to ask that was what question I was going to ask Are you. You're going to keep a a piece at some stage and maybe a prototype in in silver or or whatever. But um, yeah, that's obviously answered that question. So
1: yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> i'm 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 really impressed with the total build of this this product and um yeah, I mean it's 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 like when when I first saw that uh, a little while ago, the overall the watch with the dial and the case and everything that that's like it looks like my perfect watch um, and and i'm pr- I'm impressed that you've because one of the do- design um, difficulties is having a history with with different companies like Vianney or or Patek. It's so difficult mm-hmm. then. To not be influenced so much by them, because when yeah. you when you when you like something or you've seen something and you admire something and you work on something for years, you can't help be influenced, and you might be a little bit. But from what I can see, it's 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 keeping far enough away from those those companies or designs where it is it looks quite original, and yeah, you've done a done a good job of that. So that I can I can understand that design element um, and not being influenced too much much by other
1: watches. So. Yeah, yeah, because that, that that was one of the, exactly what you say, Michael, because you can really quick make something that is like a Patek watch or a mm-hmm. watch or something. Yeah. So, 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 so that is, uh, but, but, but of course, I mean, everybody sees my watch is also, you know, like it's it is influenced by, by my history and uh, what, what I've been doing, especially like the, of the restoration work with all the old pieces and then working for, for, for Patek and like these kind of like elegant dress watches. Yep. So it's not some kind of huge chunk of mechanics sitting on yarn. Yep. And, and I also didn't have any idea of making, you know, like the, Fastest, the biggest, the baddest, whatever, <laughs> most precise. I just want to make a watch that 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 was like uh, super simple and something I would like to 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 wear my, my myself like a small piece of art that you could walk around with. It's very pure and simple, and I've
0: just in, I've just loved hearing the layered history that that has gone into this watch. You know that the shape of the bridge is inspired by the little island near where you live you know that the, the oh. Dials technique you know resembles the history you had at Viani Holter's work you know that Hannah has done the, the numerals i mean there's so much of you and your family in this piece that these lucky collectors will get to treasure it's exactly like a masterpiece painting you know where it's painted by your hand and you know you can trace the hand of the painter through their master or you know who that where they learned from all the way back it's just been such a fantastic conversation so thank you so much for sharing that that has been lovely
2: yeah thank you very much and and the fact that there's going to be you know potentially half a dozen eight made per year whoever purchases these knows that there's going to be you know not many out there um so it's it's very attractive the, the thought of buying one of these pieces so
1: yeah yeah Thank you, thank you. It's uh, that was exact. Yeah, yeah. So, how do people get in touch if
0: they want to learn more? Where do they find you? What's the best way for them to reach you?
1: I mean, the, the, the best way to reach me uh, right now is either through uh, Instagram, just write me a message, or on my um, email. You can just go uh, email directly at info at uh, Christian Lesson, one Word point dk. Uh, yeah, that's kind of it. Or just uh, write me a. Write, write me a, a, a small text there somewhere.
2: Great.
0: Brilliant. And yep. I hope everyone listening, you know, have a look at Christian's Instagram page. You'll be blown away. That's just it's mm. phenomenal work. Yeah. Well, one of the last things we do do here is some Instagram recommendations for people to follow or for us to discover. Um, I might throw to Michael first.
2: Yep. Okay. I've I've got someone that um, I'm not even sure if we've mentioned them before on the podcast, but I'm gonna they're they're, they're just new to the Slack group, um, and they go by loosely wound on Instagram, so L-O-O-S-E-L-Y-W-O-U-N-D. Yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool pieces on there, um, nice pictures, and um, yeah, his name's Daniel from Very nice. Virginia, I think. So yeah, so go go follow him.
0: Very cool. Wasn't following you before. That's really cool. Um, Sorry, yep. we're springing this on you, Christian. We didn't prepare you. I don't know if you've got anyone in mind or you could, no. you could talk about <laughs> Hannah. Hannah's account is awesome. People should definitely follow that. <laughs> There's your cheat yeah. sheet if you wanted to get out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, if you follow like this crazy engraving she's doing, it's like called uh, Gravalance at Gravalance. So it's uh, G-R-A-V-A-L-A-N-C-E. So it's like a, a word that is built out of uh, gravure uh, from engraving and then excellence. So it's a uh, Gravalance. Ah, that's clever. So that,
2: uh, and she just posted something <laughs> about half an hour ago while we we're on this podcast. So yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah yeah. yeah I can see that's uh, that's the dial yeah, yeah, the numbers exactly. and all this then then you can, exactly then then you can, can see the the the, the 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 process because I get we <laughs> I get quite some uh, some messages yeah. you know like on uh, on Instagram it's like listen dude those numbers are printed, so check. if there. Check, check. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if,
2: you, if, you, if you look at it, you can definitely see when you come to the end of a, a numeral, it, it comes to a sharp point and there's different levels, there's different depths as well and you can, like the hand engraving just looks so much different.
0: People are the worst. The worst thing about the Instagram is the people, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> the people, we hate people, Yeah. <laughs> uh people are the
1: worst no, that, that, Some something amazing i have like um, yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so uh yeah i think that's uh for now i think the rest is kind of uh covered i i, I have like one it's like a uh, like Please. a danish uh blogger who's really good he's called like a uh, christian Hohen or hagen it's oh, like yes. christian with k and then he's uh yeah. Yep. He has also some really, really interesting stuff uh, to, to look at and he's a really nice uh, guy to be around. Yeah, cool. Very cool. Oh, Denmark
0: punching above its weight. Um, you know, between that and Urban Jurgensen, you've yeah. got the world covered. I mean, that thing that's about it. <laughs> I can think yeah. of that. <laughs> uh, no, very, very yeah. cool. Uh, well, I'll do mine and then we can we we can wrap up. Uh, so the person I've got is at Mayerist. So which is M-E-I-R. W R I S T mayorist. Uh just a cool sort of nice nice person to interact with. Really cool sort of quirky pieces, a few stowers and a few you know vintage stuff. And yeah, just very cool. Very nice little account. But yeah, all cool. seems like yeah. a really passionate collector, so yep. which is really, really nice. Alrighty. Well I think we'll yep. we'll wrap up um thank you so much christian it's been so lovely to c- catch up with you again six months from our original episode i can't like you've your work's progressed so much it's been so exciting to touch base with you again it's been awesome
1: yeah thank you and thank you it was really nice uh, talk we had here and uh, looking forward to maybe one day we can make, make another one when we get a little bit forward definitely
2: absolutely definitely that'd be that will be lovely yeah it was great talking to you christian
0: you six months uh, from now yep. next june it's the second <laughs> we'll put it in the data. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: good, good. Yeah. Very, very cool. So the last thing we always say is, you know, with Fifth Wrist, we set it up as a platform by enthusiasts and for enthusiasts. So if you want to join us, contribute, write reviews, or even come on the podcast, you know, get in touch. Uh, follow Fifth Wrist on Facebook and Instagram or on our website at fifthwrist.com. Like and subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. It helps to spread the word. Uh, if you want to follow us, I'm at Times Roman AU, Michael's at, at Woods Watchmaking, uh, and our guest Christian is at Christian underscore Lass. Uh, You can also check out his awesome um, uh, LearnWatchmaking.com website, where he does some amazing classes there, and also at ChristianLass.dk. Thanks again for joining us, and stay on time.